Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillah, na'amadu, nasta'ainuhu, wa nasta'aghfiruhu, wa nu'minu bihi, wa natawakkalu alayhi, wa na'udu billahi min shuhuri anfusina, wa min sayyati a'malina, man yahdi allahu falamudillalah, wa man yudlil falahadiyalah, wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah, wa nashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh, amma ba'd, qala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fi kitabih al-kareem, ba'd a'udu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim, وَذُكُرْ فِي الْكِتَابِ مَرْيَمَ إِذْ انْتَبَذَتْ مِنْ أَهْلِهَا مَكَانًا شَرْقِيًّا فَاتَّخَذَتْ مِنْ دُونِهِمْ فَاتَّخَذَتْ مِنْ دُونِهِمْ حِجَابًا فَأَرْسَلْنَا إِلَيْهَا رُوحًا فَتَمَثَّلَ لَهَا بَشَرًا سَوِيًّا قَالَتْ إِنِّي أَعُوذُ بِالرَّحْمَنِ مِنْكَ إِنْ كُنْتَ تَقِيًّا صدق الله العظيم in today's khutbah inshallah i will talk about a subject uh, which is relevant to us, which is, uh, as we are all aware of, uh, Christmas is around the corner. And uh, uh, many of us uh, have questions about, as a Muslim, what we should be doing here. Many of us uh, have a stance of isolation, meaning completely separate yourself from the people who are living uh, we are we are living with here, which is majority of the people who are into uh, celebrating the Christmas, and uh, some of us go to the extent of instead of isolation, they go to complete assimilation and uh, start acting the same way as the Nasara or the Christians are doing. Uh, that includes um, uh, people are participating, for example, uh, going to the church and becoming part of worship, what they are doing, singing hymns and uh, giving speeches, uh, even though it seems like you are there to talk about Islam, but at the same time, what you're doing there is you are becoming part of the ibadah that they are uh, indulged into. So that's another extreme that we can see, but it's neither the issue of isolation for a Muslim, nor the issue of assimilation. It should always be that we should be interacting and using this as an opportunity for us to, uh, to explain what Allah Azza wa Jal has mentioned about Isa والسلام, and at large about Islam, what Allah has revealed to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So that should be our stance about when we talk about these kind of uh, holidays. Because as a Muslim, we understand that uh, we, are Allah, we are commanded to celebrate two holidays, which are the Eidin, the Eidul Adha and the Eid al-Fitr. We are not the one who should be celebrating uh, these kind of a holidays. Now, having said that, the reason I uh, recited and started off with Surah Al-Maryam, the ayat that talk about actually uh, the birth of Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, uh, through the Virgin Mary. Now, this is what Islam's, uh, Islam's t- Islam teaches us, 
uh, about Isa alayhi salam. Now, in, in relation to that, we can remember the story of Ja'far bin Abi Talib. And that story has a lot of relevance for us today. The story that I'm referring to is the story that happened after the migration of the Muslims uh, from Mecca to Abyssinia or Habasha. And the reason the Muslims migrated from uh, uh, Mecca to Habasha because the situation was becoming uh, very tough for the Muslims. And the ones who could not bear the hardships that the Muslims were going through, whether that hardship was but the verbal kind of a hardship, propaganda against Muhammad Sallallahu and Sahaba and the Muslim and Islam at large, or whether it was a direct torture, a physical kind of a torture, and later on even that turned into sanctions and boycotts against the Muslims and Rasulullah Sallallahu and his family. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gave the way to the Muslims when Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Qul Allah uh, is saying the meaning of the ayah, good is the reward for those who do good in this world. Allah's earth is spacious. So if you cannot worship Allah at a place, then go to another. Only those who are patient shall receive the reward in full, uh, full extent without reckoning. So this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed the Muslims if you are at a place where you cannot worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the way you should be and it is becoming difficult for you to protect your deen, then it is allowed for a believer to leave that place because the earth of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is spacious enough that you can find some other place. And this is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informed Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam about the, the king of the Habasha, uh, Najashi at that time, who was a fair ruler. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam allowed the Sahaba to migrate. And the first migration that happened from Mecca to Habasha that included 12 men and, uh, four, uh, and four women including Uthman bin Affan radiallahu an and the daughter of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ruqayya bin Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said about their migration innahuma awwalu bayt hajira fi sabilillah ba'da Ibrahim walud alayhima salam that's uh, talking about the house of Uthman and Ruqayya they were the first ones who migrated in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after the migration of Ibrahim and Lut Now, uh, when uh, the Muslims migrated to, uh, to Habasha, uh, the, the kuffar of the Mecca, they used to, in general, besides torturing the Muslims uh, in various manner, they also used to make sure that the people of the Mecca, they should not listen to what Rasulullah wasallam was reciting. They should not listen to the Quran. They should not make any atten- uh, pay attention to the Quran. And uh, uh, this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in Surah Fussilat, وَقَالَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا لَا تَسْمَعُوا لِهَذَا الْقُرَانِ وَالْغَوْ فِي لَعَلَّكُمْ تَغْلِبُونَ That they used to say, listen not to this Quran, make noise in, in midst of the recitation that you may overcome. So they used to make noises. So people would not listen to what Rasulullah or the Sahaba are reciting. But after the first migration of the Habasha, uh, Rasulullah he was uh, he was reciting Surah Al-Najm. And uh, while he was reciting Surah Al-Najm, and out of a sudden, the people of Mecca 
they were able to listen to the Quran directly. So they got in touch, direct, in, direct, uh, in touch with the Quran, and they started listening uh, uh, and paying attention to it. To an extent, when Rasulullah reached the ayah of the sajda in Surah Al-Najm, along with the Muslims of Muhammad وسلم, they bowed down as well. Because we understand the Quran was revealed in the language of the Arab at that time. And they understood whatever was recited and the impact of that recitation was they bowed down along with Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So now a rumor spread that the people of the Makkah, they have entered into the fold of Islam. When this rumor reached to the Muslims who had migrated to Habasha, and that was about the fourth year after Rasulullah became the Prophet. In the month of Rajab, they migrated. And then in the month of Ramadan, Rasulullah was reciting Surah Al-Najm. Uh, when this news reached there, so they, 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 they came back to Mecca. When they were very close to Mecca, they found out that the news was false. It was a fake news. That the, the, the people of the Mecca, they did not accept Islam. They were still, uh, Muslims were still struggling in Mecca. So some of them, they sneaked into Mecca with protection of some of the leaders. While the others returned back to Habasha. Now, and we know that there's another migration happened, which included about 102 or 103 people. Uh, but the Quraysh, they did not like that the Muslims, they have found some safe haven. And they sent two of the people from the Quraysh, that included Sa'ad bin uh, Amr bin Aas, and uh, uh, the second one was Abdullah, Abdullah bin Rabi'ah. These two followed the Muslims to uh, the Habasha. And over there, they, uh, they, 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 they took the gifts, they, give the, they gave the gifts to all the, uh, the, 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 the people, the scholars who were around, the Christian scholars who were around the Najashi, and to the Najashi as well, so they can please them. And they wanted to tell them, they say that, they said about the Muslims, that these are, the, these are our people, they left the religion of our ancestors, and also they did not join your religion either. And they have come up with a new religion. So they wanted these people back. Now when Najashi heard of it, so he summoned them, he asked them to come over, so he can find out what the truth was. Now, <clears throat> when the Muslims were summoned, they discussed among each other, that what should we say, and who was the one who should be saying on the behalf of the Muslims. They understood that, as the Rasulullah said, مَنْ كَانَ يُؤْمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ فَلْيَقُمْ خَيْرًا أَوْ لِيَسْمُدْ This hadith is mutafaqalay, meaning reported by both Bukhari and Muslim. The meaning of the hadith is whosoever believes in Allah and the Day of Judgment, either say khair, which is Islam and goodness, or keep his mouth uh, silent, meaning remain silent. And not only this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also mentioned in Surah Al-Haqqa, where Allah Azza wa Jal says, بَعْلَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ تَنْزِينُ مِنْ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ وَلَوْ تَقَوَّلَ عَلَيْنَا بَعْدَ لَقَوِينَ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this book we have revealed, is for, this is from Rabbul Alameen, from the Rabb of the Alameen. And وَلَوْ تَقَوَّلَ عَلَيْنَا بَعْدَ لَقَوِينَ And if you, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he makes up anything about Allah azza wa jal, لَأَخَذْنَا بِنْهُ بِالْيَمِينَ That we will take you certainly from your right hand. And then we will cut your aorta, the main vein that provides the blood to the heart. 
and no one of you could have withheld us uh, the punishment from him, meaning for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punish Rasulullah if he would have made up anything on behalf of Allah Azza wa Jal. And this is the understanding of the understanding of the Muslims about this, uh, this matter, that when we are speaking, we speak the haqq. We do not twist, we do not change what Allah Azza wa Jal revealed. So this is, with this understanding, when uh, uh, Jafar bin Abi Talib, the cousin of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he went there to lead the Muslims or to speak on behalf of the Muslims, he said, O king, and I'm quoting this, uh, this mention in one of the books of the hadith, O king, we were plunged in the depth of ignorance and barbarism. We adored idols. We lived in unchastity. We ate the dead bodies. We spoke abominations. We were neglect, uh, we, uh, abomination. We disregarded every feelings of humanity and the duties of hospitality and neighbor, uh, and neighborhood for were neglected. We knew no law but that of the strong. When Allah raised among us a man of whose birth, truthfulness, honesty, and purity we were all aware of, and he called to the oneness of Allah and taught us not to associate anything with him. He forbade us the worship of idols, and he enjoined us to speak the truth, to be faithful to our trust, to be merciful, and to regard the rights of the neighbors and kids and kin. He forbade us to speak evil of women, or to eat the substance of orphans. He ordered us to fly, uh, to fly from the vices and abstain from evil, to offer prayers, to render arms, and to observe fast. Now, he continued on, and uh, he talked about the, some of the other ahkam that were revealed. We have believed in him, he said. We have accepted his teachings and his injunctions to worship. Allah, and not to associate anything with him. And we have allowed what he has allowed, and prohibited what he has prohibited. For this reason, our people have risen against us, have persecuted us, in order to make us forsake the worship of Allah, and return to the worship of idols and other abominations. They have tortured and injured us until finding no safety among them. We have come to your country and hope you will protect us from the oppression. Now, when uh, the Najashi heard the words that Ja'far uh, bin Abi Talib said, his response was that, do you have something that was uh, revealed to Muhammad sallallahu And upon that, he started reciting Surah, Surah Maryam. When he recited Surah Maryam, in which the story of Maryam salam, was mentioned, where the Virgin Mary gave birth to Isa salam, uh, and when this story he mentioned from Surah Maryam, the Najashi himself, the king, and the people around him, who were uh, the, the scholars of the Christianity around him, they all started crying to the point that the tears, they, they wet their beards. And upon this, Najashi said, it seems as if these words and those which were revealed to Isa are the rays of light which have radiated from the same source. And then he turned towards Amr bin al-As and Amr bin Rabia. Then he said, and he said to them that uh, to, to go away, to, I am afraid I cannot give you back these refugees. They are free to live and worship in my realm as they please. So he returned them back. Now, 
Amr bin As, uh, he was he was adamant about taking these Muslims back to Mecca. So he returned back next day again. And now, he tried to play the trick. By the way, both of them, uh, uh, Abdullah bin Rabi and Amr bin As, both of them, they became Muslim later on. They were non-Muslim at that point when they came. So now this time, they came with the trick of talking about what Muslims think of Christian, uh, Isa al-Hatran. That Isa al-Islam, according to Muslims, they do not believe, believe that he was a son of a God. So he referred to them as, these are the blasphemous of your religion. And now, when he came and he mentioned that, the Muslims were summoned again. And Jafar bin Abi Talib was again the person who was going to speak on behalf of the Muslims. And Muslims agreed, they will say the haq, whatever the truth is, they will say it. When this was questioned to them about the matter of what do they believe, the Muslims, about Isa alayhi salam. In this case, Jafar again said, uh, said the same thing. We speak about Isa as we have taught by Rasulullah that he is the servant of Allah, his messenger, his spirit, his word uh, breathed into Virgin Mary. Now the king, the Najashi at that time, right away said, even so do we believe. Blessed to you and blessed to your master. Then he turned to the following envoys and his bishops, who were actually angry when they heard of the stance of the Muslims. They got angry that this is what the Muslims believe. Because this was completely against their religion, the core of their faith, their creed. Now, Najashi, he, uh, he said, it doesn't matter if you get angry. He turned to the envoys and said, uh, he actually returned all the gifts they brought with them and sent them away. And then uh, the, the Muslims lived in Habashat until the next migration that happened, which was basically uh, the migration of Muslims from Mecca to Medina. Now, why am I bringing this example of Isa alayhi uh, and Maryam and the, the story of Ja'far radiallahu an? Uh, the conversation with him and the Najashi is because in context of what we were talking about in the beginning about the Muslims stance about the Christmas for example what should be our behavior should we be the one who isolate ourselves have no connection to the people around us or should we be the one who assimilate to the point start visiting the church and go sing along with them have the Christmas tree, Xmas tree in their houses, hang the, hang the gifts on it? Or should we be the one who should be interacting and explaining what Islam believes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to us about Isa salam and convey the message of Islam without any kind of a distortion? And think of that. When Jafar bin Abi Talib, when he was talking to Najashi, they were already escaped from Mecca, the, all the hardship they were going through. And what they were saying, going to say the Haq, it seemingly seemed like they would have been kicked out from Habasha also. Because now they were going to say something the people of Habasha would not like. But they, stuck, they, 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 they said the Haq. Whatever was the truth, and they did not twist anything. And this is the lesson we should be taking from the story of Jafar. And that's the one that we should be using on ourselves today. That we should take the Haq to the, to, to, to the non-Muslims around us. So they should know what Islam is about. So this is an opportunity for us that, that we use it and convey what Allah Azza wa Jalla has revealed to us. 
So we can call them towards Islam rather than twisting the Islam in a way that we are no different than you guys, we are all same. Unfortunately, many of us are taking this stance of either hiding, don't talk about nothing, or trying to act exactly like them. The, 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 celebrating the Christmas, going, giving the gifts to them, back and forth, or going to the churches. Even in some masajid, unfortunately, they're sending their imam to the churches. So they can be participating in it. Yes, they will talk about partially about Islam. And the way they talk about Islam sometimes, they are afraid to even use the word Allah, and they will be replacing by God. Because they want to make sure that we are like you. And this is not the thing that we should be worried about. We should be worried about that we have to save our skin and we are given a message Allah Azza wa has given us and we have to convey to them. And when Jafar bin Abi Talib, when he was talking about the issue of the birth of Isa alayhi salam, by the way, that was the core of their lifestyle. As the story mentions, that Najashi was surrounded by the bishops, meaning he was ruling as what the bishops and the, they, they were thinking about the Christianity has descended on them. Now today, as a Muslim, we are in a situation where maybe Christianity is not the thing that is ruling over the people. But people are ruled by capitalism or democracy. And unfortunately, instead of showing to the people what Islam says about how the people should be ruled, we are trying to mutate and try to change it like this. Oh, Islam is same as democracy. Or Islam is the same as capitalism or secularism. Or Islam is embedded in secularism. So, learning from the story of Jafar, we have to say the haq. We have to call the people towards Islam rather than try to assimilate and be like them, no matter how the situation is. Because at the end of the day, that the aqibah, the, the, the final victory will be, inshallah, to the muttaqeen, the righteous one. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe. Share and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.